In this episode of Soul Old 2, we will explore the meaning of transformation from God's point of view and how it stands uniquely from all other approaches. And welcome to Soul Old 2. This is the podcast that's putting the oxygen back into the Christian life one soul at a time. So glad to be with you. This is Lou Perez. And I want to talk today about transformation, do's and don'ts. And the title can mean so many, I could have framed it so many other ways, but there's really only one way to be transformed to the depths of who we are, and that is by the person who created us, God. We live in a day where, uh, where and, and this is not new today, but it's happened for maybe centuries, where, where humans have the idea, I can transform myself and become my own person. And there's a truth to that, but there's another truth also that is deeper, And I want to look at that today. And we've said in the past that when it comes to Christianity, salvation isn't just about going to heaven or going to hell. It's about being restored to the creation God made us to be. And uh, when Christ came to the cross, He didn't come just to forgive us, but to restore us to God's heart. And uh, when we speak of transformation, we do not mean a therapeutic self-help kind of transformation, which is fine. I mean, there's no criticism on that. Nor do we mean one that helps us to become a better person. But we're talking about being changed from the depths of our being in such a way that we can only do it with God's help. God is the only one who can make it happen. It is getting rid of the old self the self that wants its own way, the self where all the lies and, and the ugly parts of us come out of, the parts of us that keep us from finding God, the, the parts of us that keep us from loving people and connecting on a deep level. And what better story than the story of found in the Voyage of the Dawn Treader, the story of a, a boy named Eustace Shrub, which is a awful name, Eustace Shrub. And the story of Eustace Shrub was found in uh, Narnia Book 4. And Eustace was this selfish, greedy, and mean-spirited individual. He was just an ugly person, as they say in the South. When they say ugly in the South, as I've understood it, it basically means, hey, you're not being a nice person. You're you're being ugly on the inside. And Eustace was this selfish, greedy, mean-spirited individual whose ugly name, says the author, was deserved. And after leaving his traveling party on an island where they had ended up in uh, to do his own thing, he was supposed to be helping them, you know, trying to move ahead with their mission and chores and things like that. But instead, he was always self-centered and self-referencing, so he did his own thing. And Eustace hid in a cave to escape the rain. He fell asleep on a mountain of gold that he had found. And when he awoke, he looked at his body and he saw these scales like a crocodile, powerful claws and tail. He had turned into a dragon. He became drunk with a sense of power and superiority. Over the other children, his friends, as as time went on, and he began to discover that being a dragon kept him from being a boy. He had always enjoyed being a boy. After some time, he missed the children he once played with, even though he didn't like them and he always complained about them. 
He longed to be a boy again, but couldn't get beyond the dragon scales that he saw every day. And what's the mental picture that comes to you? That dragon was the person that he actually was on the inside. That's what I mean by getting rid of the the self. I don't mean your individuality. I mean getting rid of the part of us that God wants to redeem, that's keeping him from redeeming us, from from bringing us to, to the people that he wants to create and recreate. But then a beautiful thing happened in the story. The lion named Asland, who is a, uh, a symbol of Christ in C.S. Lewis' stories, he confronted what Eustace had become and gave him one simple command. If you wish to be free, you must undress. And at first, Eustace must have thought of himself, what does he mean? I'm naked, I'm a dragon, you know, what else can I undress? But he was talking about, he has to get rid of those dragon scales, that hardened, outward, scaly skin that had become him. He says, begin using your claws to peel off your dragon skin. Eustace began raking his claws over his dragon skin, but with little result. No matter how many layers Eustace tore off, he still had more scales. Aslan the lion let him, said, let me undress you. Eustace was afraid because he knew how much it would hurt. But he also realized that no matter how much he tried, he could not change himself. He could not get rid, really get rid of the dragon inside, the hard part of him that had made him who he was. This is what I mean by transformation. We can transform ourselves in certain ways. I've seen people who lost an amazing amount of weight and they look terrific, and that, that's a form of transformation. Others have acquired new habits in their life that make them more efficient and happy, and, and that's great. But this is on the deepest level we can imagine because this is on a level of creation and recreation on how we're made. So Aslund in the story went to work, tearing deep into Eustace. Again, this is again a metaphor of God's work is always so profound in us that it is beyond anything you or I could ever do. Eustace was afraid that Aslund would hit a bone but his feelings of relief at losing his final scales overcame his fear of pain. After all the stinging pain and ripping, what was left was a little boy named Eustace. And this is such a beautiful story of transformation from the point of view of God. So how do, how do we undergo this transformation? Well, first of all, you have to look to God. You can't do it without Him. But even before that, you have to realize that it's never too late to change. It's never too late to change the trajectory of your life. I've met people who, on their deathbed, said, you know what, I realize that I need God, that I've run from Him my whole life. I even hardened myself against Him. I even cursed Him and, and stopped believing in Him for the longest time and even argued against His existence. But I know in my heart He's real. So realize that it's never too late to change. So when is it too late to change? Answer is simple, never. Think about Colonel Sanders, the famous man who, after he was old, basically, 
and retired, he, he started Kentucky Fried Chicken. Tom Clancy, famous novelist who wrote many espionage spy books. His career got started after retirement. Stan Lee, the famous guru of, of the, the comic world, responsible for so many great uh, Marvel movies as a consultant. He was in his 90s still doing cameos in those movies. Laura Ingalls, at age 65, published the very first Little House books, which became children's literary classics. Anna Mary Robertson Moses, at age 78, she was known as Grandma Moses, began her painting career. And in 2006, one of her works sold for $1.2 million. Now, these are examples that aren't necessarily transformations God did. But what I'm saying to you is that it's never too late to look to God and to say, I can be transformed. I can come to Him. So another thing about transformation is let God do it. We cannot change our nature any more than a leopard can change his spots. In the same way that Eustace kept trying to peel off layers and layers of dragon skills and he couldn't accomplish it. There was too much. And then Aslan says, let me do it. This is where certain changes in our life will not happen until God does it. Certain things that you're doing that are wrong, that are unhealthy, that are, that are counterproductive for your soul and for your life, only God can change that. That's why we have to look to Him. But another thing about transformation is simply this. Change comes from within, not from without. I remember when I was a kid, I used to hear this saying that when you're a kid, you don't understand it. But it was a saying by people who were selling men's clothes. They were saying, the clothes make the man. I'm sure you've heard the saying. And for that matter, the clothes make the woman. And what's the point there? That if you put a suit on a, on a man, no matter what he's like on the inside, oh, he's going to be a real man. Do you really believe that? Do you really believe you can put a suit on a person who's ugly on the inside and has no hope and has no no love of life or no purpose and they're going to be a better person? That is highly unlikely. This is why Jesus said, it's not what goes into a person, but what comes out of the person that defiles them or for that matter, that sanctifies them. So change always has to come from the inside. That's why Jesus was very specific when he said, you must be born again. We have to begin on, on, a, on a spiritual DNA level to change. But another thing about transformation, do's and don'ts, is don't try to dictate the change. There are far too many people in our day that they want God their way. They want to custom make their religion the way God, you know, okay, I believe in Jesus, I believe in Christ, but I want him this way, the way I want him. And yet in, in the Bible, if you, read it, if you really believe that the Bible is God's word, God is very, very specific that we're the ones who come to him asking. He doesn't ask us what type of 
relationship do we want or what kind of Christianity do we want or what kind of transformation we want. He says, if you want this, this is what you have to do. You have to die to self. You have to die to what you want and come to me. So don't try to adjust the truth so that it fits your life, but adjust your life so that it, by God's grace, it'll fit the truth, the truth of who God wants you to make you to be. So don't try to dictate the change. But one more thing before we close today is let God finish what He started. So many people are great starters, but they're not great finishers. Eustace tried and tried to rid himself of the scales. And in the end, Asland had to do what useless in his own what Eustace in his own power could not. And that's that's why in the scriptures there, there's a very specific thing that says that Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith. He's the one that saves us. He's the one that will transform us, and he's the one that will bring us to the goal of, of being with God someday. In the end, Eustace had to become undragoned, quote-unquote. This is the term used in the book. Undragoned. What a beautiful word for transformation. I become undragoned. The same way that we must become denatured from our old, ugly ways. So are, have you become undragoned in your life from the ugly part of you that, that insists on its own way, that says, this is how I want things to be. This is how I want my life to be. This is how it has to be. Or have you surrendered that right to God and said, you know, God, you undress me, you undragon me, and help me to become the person you want me to be. So ask yourself this question today. Have I become undragoned? Let God transform you today. Thanks so much for spending time with us today. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and recommend it to a friend.